Welcome inside the State Champs studios on the campus of Lawrence Technological University. Welcome to State Champs Hockey Time. I'm Jonathan Kidd along with Sean Belisha. Sean, it's the playoffs now. Let's go. This is what we're talking about. You guys made it. Now the sprint begins. Best of luck to every single team out there. As always, State Champs Hockey Time is presented by our friends at the Alta Equipment Company. And just a reminder, we got the State Champs Jersey Bracket Challenge going on right now. It's the play-in games right now because we had more than 64 schools participate. Yeah, I think it's awesome. It's amazing how many uh, people are retweeting it and talking about it on Twitter and everything. So thank you for your support. And certainly, thanks for getting those jerseys in as well. Voting will end on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. for the playing games, and then it's going to be the round of 64, and you can cast your vote at statechampsnetwork.com. Sean, it's the playoffs. It's all about teams being hot at the right time, and obviously you got to have that goalie that's also hot. Yeah, I mean, how many times have you seen it at this level? If a, if, if a goaltender you know, elevates his game or carries his team, uh, you like their chances going all the way. I mean, that's just the way it is. I've seen it happen too many times. John, depth is, is massive. I, I think depth is massive. You know, when you have a team that can consistently roll uh, three, four lines and, and, and cause damage, you just wear the other guy down. I mean, that's just the way that it is. So um, those are two huge factors. Hey, listen, a part of it is, you know, how's your road there? And I'm not diminishing anything from anybody because once you get to Final Four, you have to win at USA Hockey Arena to, to be called a champion. But, you know, look, let's, let's be honest. Some roads aren't as difficult as other roads. That doesn't mean a team can't go win the championship or will win the championship as well. And it's also going to be interesting this year. you got a few teams that are coming off a of quarantine, and it's going to be their first game in like two to three weeks. How how is those teams going to handle that? That's a great question. Uh, you know, it's an age-old question as well. You know, the whole rest versus rust. And you talk to a few people, and, you know, some people say you want to keep the, the hot things going. I had a chance uh, many years ago in a, in a former radio life. I had Chris Chelios on as uh, you know, uh, an in-depth guy a few days a week, and he told me he wanted the rest. You know, so it, de- it depends on the guy. I don't think there's a right answer. For some teams, it might be a good thing. For some teams, it might not be a good thing. All right, so we are now going to preview the MHSA hockey playoffs, and we're going to start in Division One, and we're going to remind the viewers that Detroit Catholic Central is the defending state champs. What do you see as like a sleeper or that we're going to see that like, wow, they're at USA Hockey Arena. Are we allowed to say Brighton is a sleeper? I don't think we are allowed to say Brighton is a sleeper. We talk about it all the time. This is Brighton's time of year, right? Uh, Brighton is Brighton, right? I love the way they're playing down the stretch. I had a chance to see them a couple times this year. The first time I saw them, you could tell they were trying to get their, their legs. The next time I saw them, they looked like a playoff team. They do so many little things. I, I think Brighton is very dangerous. I, I think you have to look at Saginaw Heritage as well. You know, is this a prototypical Saginaw Heritage season? No, it isn't. I, th- I think J.J. Bamberger would be the first guy to tell you that. But you know what? Battle-tested. They've made so many runs. They're going to be tough for anybody to beat. And also you got on the west side, you got Rockford moving up to Division One this year, and you got Bay Reps up there uh, too. Uh, Rams are a team, when I did my last ranking, they they missed by that much. That's a, 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 a team to keep an eye on. Uh, Bay Reps, are you looking at my sheet, John? Are you cheating over here? I think Bay Reps are going to end up at USA for what it's worth. Let's move to Division Two. Heartland, 
the two-time defending state champs in Division Two. What do you like about them? They're tremendous. I mean, they're, they're one of the best teams in the state. We saw an up-close-and-personal look against at them last week in, in our uh, Ulta game here on state champs. Uh, depth, again, I, I think they have high-end talent. And, oh, by the way, Piros is vying for the best goaltender in the state right now. They have everything. I'll tell you point blank, John, um, in years gone by, in years gone by, you could make a case for four, five, six teams winning in Division Two. I don't think you can do that this year. Just one man's opinion. I don't think you can do that. I think there are a couple teams that can make that case. You know, talk about a few teams that could, you know, could make it to USA. You know, I'm really intrigued at, at, at the region up north because I hear nothing but good things about Marquette. Uh, Traverse City Central, you know, uh, Coach Givens, another great guy, certainly a legend at this level. I, I'm really intrigued to see how that plays out there. The one we talk about year in, year out, in, in recent years, it's seen Stevenson, Trenton, Trenton, Stevenson. Which way are we going? I'm going neither. I like Novi. I, I honestly, I mean, from show one this year, I, I said I like this Novi team. They were deeper than than just Austin Muirhead. I think everybody immediately talks about Muirhead because he played so well. The way Isaac Gibbs has come on, the way that whole team has come on. Mark Vellucci has that team playing very well. And on the west side of the state, you got that region that's going to be close eye on with Forest Hills, Northern Eastern, Byron Center, and Moton Shore. The one that I have a, a, a circle on, to be honest with you, I, I think Byron Center has proven themselves to be the best. Moton Shore is going to have that opportunity, obviously, and he's going to have that opportunity. Heartland Byron Center. I'm really looking at that because I, you know what? Here, I'm going to say it again. And we we talked to Dan Chikino about this. I don't know. I haven't seen it with my own two eyes. I haven't had a chance to see uh, Byron Center. I know what they've done the last few years. Heck, we've had them on on uh, a lot of our rankings over the last couple of years. But I don't know. Their record can't be denied. They're unbeaten. Is it? A situation where I'm going to say that they can't knock off Heartland. Well, what I've seen from Heartland, I, I really do think they're the, they're the best team. But Byron Center is going to have an opportunity to scream loud and clear for everybody to hear. Brother Rice, I really like the team that Kenny's got. I, I think they have depth. I think they have arguably the best line in the state. I think they've got a, a darn good goaltender back there as well. If you're a high school athlete with the dream of playing college sports, Lawrence Technological University wants you to recruit yourself. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports for men and women, along with several dozen world-class undergraduate programs. Athletic and academic scholarships are available in all sports, including its newest additions, competitive cheer and dance, e-sports, women's hockey, and men's and women's track and field. Visit LTUathletics.com and recruit yourself. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. There's a feeling every player seeks of being in complete control, responsive, instinctual, completely unrelenting. Every player chases this feeling, but the best hold on to it. All right, it's time now for our Warrior Hockey Player of the Year update. So Sean brought back the gloves. These are great gloves, and you know, perfect fit right there with the Covert QRE10. So again, shout out to Warrior. Uh, support the people that support us. Thank you, Warrior, for making this great, great event happen. 
Remember, you can cast your vote at statechampsnetwork.com. Our top 10 stays the same from, from last week. We did make a change we didn't get a chance to talk about in last week's show was Andrew Larson from Harlem. He's unbelievable. Again, you know, we had a chance to see him uh, up close and personal for our Ulta game of the week, and then I saw him again uh, against Novi. I, I think what Coach Gad was said about him is, is true. Uh, he's like a magnet, and, and he attracts the puck. And vice versa. You know, honestly, I mean, it's, it, it always seems that he's in the right place at the right time. He can find the puck. Uh, he's, he's got one speed, and it's go. Uh, it is a joy to watch him play. It, it, it really is. I mean, there's something about hockey in that family. Yeah, his brother won Mr. Hockey. Absolutely. And, and Andrew is continuing a, a, a proud tradition. Um, he's one of those guys, John, you know the best way to describe him? I was talking to another coach about this, and we came to the conclusion Watch him play. That would be the you know what that that's a, we could sit here and talk about all the things that he does and we did a, a bit but you know what you watch him play he goes I'll tell you what he's a big part of, of why Hartland is once again in, in your truly opinion the team to beat in Division Two. Remember you can catch your vote at champsnetwork.com. Like we said last week in the show we are not going to freeze our top ten we're going to wait till after the quarterfinals to freeze our top 10 and eventually going to pick our final four. Yeah, can't wait to do it. You know, that that's always a fun time, John, when we exchange a bunch of text messages with a bunch of coaches and everything. And, you know, hopefully this year we, we get a chance to do it when all is said and done. And that is our Warrior Hockey Player of the Year update. Today on Hockey Time, we want to welcome in a sports medicine physician from the Detroit Medical Center to talk about hamstring injuries. We're at the point of the season where these kinds of injuries can be a real problem. So let's learn more with Dr. John Morasso. Thank you for joining us here on Hockey Time. Great. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. We're going to be talking about hamstring injuries. So Dr. Morasso, how does a hamstring injury occur? First, the hamstrings are a large group of muscles. There's three muscles that go from the sit bone all the way down past the knee. And just like any other muscle strain, when that muscle or tendon is pulled beyond its normal limit, we develop a strain or a partial tear. So essentially it's a muscle overload. Either the muscle is stretched while you're trying to contract it, or it's just stretched beyond its normal limit. Why does there seem to be a high reoccurrence of hamstring injuries in athletes? Hamstring injuries are the most commonly injured muscle group out of all athletes, especially in hockey players because hockey players are more quad dominant. So we develop larger muscles in the front of the thigh, and this can lead to a muscle imbalance. So if the original hamstring injury isn't fully treated, then it can put you at more risk for having an additional injury. And in general, the number one predictor for a hamstring injury is having a prior hamstring injury. What treatments can be done for an injured hamstring? What is the typical recovery time? In general, there are a lot of different treatments for hamstring injuries and other muscle injuries. But first, we want to rest the area for a short term. And by doing rest, sometimes we'll provide crutches if needed. And then ice, compression, and elevation, those are all important to decrease the inflammation. Sometimes uh, we'll take anti-inflammatory medicines or Tylenol for pain. And then a large aspect of the treatment is going to be physical therapy and strengthening to correct those muscle imbalances. Occasionally, we will use different injection options, especially if we're not getting better as quickly as we would like. And these could range from a cortisone injection or a steroid shot to a, an injection called PRP or platelet-rich plasma. And that's where we draw your blood 
we spin the blood down and we take the healing factors of the blood and inject those directly into the injured area under ultrasound guidance. Occasionally, especially for the injuries that occur right next to the bone, surgery can be indicated, but most of the time we can treat these non-operatively. DMC sports medicine physician, Dr. John Morasso, joining us here on Hockey Time today. We are talking about hamstring injuries. So Dr. Morasso, how do you know when it's safe to return to sport after a hamstring injury? So that's a great question, and it does depend on the type of injury that occurred. But typically, we want to use a stepwise approach. So one of the first signs is we really need to not have pain in that area. We'd also need to get our muscle strength to be back to where it was, and preferably even stronger than it was prior to the injury to prevent re-injury. We would want to make sure that we go back in a controlled manner. So you definitely don't want to jump back out there and go into a live game situation. You want to be able to work the muscle and be able to go at 100% effort prior to going out into the game. Because I do see a lot of re-injuries that way where we just weren't quite ready. And then unfortunately, it restarts that whole clock on the, on the healing and rehabilitation process. What can be done to prevent a hamstring injury from occurring? So one of the biggest ways that we can prevent hamstring injuries is to work on our flexibility. So there's importance of doing dynamic flexibility and uh, dynamic warm-ups prior to the exercise or getting out and get on on the ice. The other thing is working on muscle imbalance and making sure that we are in good physical condition. These injuries tend to occur later in the game as muscles are fatiguing. And the other thing that's really important is to focus on hydration. Hydration is really important to be doing well prior to the event. By the time the, the hockey game starts, if you're just working on getting your hydration at then, it's almost too late because we need to get that water into the muscle cells for it to be the most effective. Is a hamstring injury something you can treat at home or should you see a sports medicine specialist? So it depends on the severity of the hamstring injury to determine what type of treatment you're going to need. But some signs that the injury may be more severe and uh, where you need to see a sports medicine specialist would be if we're having pain that's persisting for a couple days after the injury, after you've gotten through that initial rest period, if there's any decrease in strength, if there's any bruising in the back of the thigh, sometimes that bruising will start to track down towards the knee. And that's the sign that there's at least a grade two or at least a partial tear or a partial disruption of those fibers. Or if there's a lot of swelling in the back of the knee or inability to walk or jog, those would all be important reasons to to see a sports medicine specialist. I want to thank DMC sports medicine physician, Dr. John Morasso for joining us today on Hockey Time. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. If you have a hamstring or other sports injury that has you sidelined, call the orthopedic and sports medicine specialist at the Detroit Medical Center. Call one 888 Time for our Coach's Corner, brought to you by the Coaches Association. One of those fine coaches here in the great state of Michigan happens to be the head coach up at Calumet. Sorry, Coach, but we've had you at number one the last couple of weeks. Let's welcome him in, the head coach of the Calumet Copper Kings, uh, Coach Dan Giacchino. Dan, really appreciate you taking the time today. How are you? Good. I'm doing good, and I, I certainly thank you for the uh, for the opportunity. You know, Dan, uh, this year has been a year unlike any other, but if we can for just a moment, let's talk about what happened a year ago at this time. I mean, it, it was devastation for everybody. I think especially, you know, you guys driving all the way down here. Uh, the Copper Kings mean so much to that community. Just just tell us what that meant to you from your perspective. 
You know, and I, I've told numerous people this, but that was the hands down hardest coaching day of my life. Um, you know, to tell those kids that their season ended on a, on a practice rink in Novi. Um, yeah, it's, and, and, and it's just an un the uncontrollableness of the whole thing. Um, you know, and, and, and when you coach at a small school, you get so many bites at the apple over the course of, over the course of time. And, you know, it certainly felt, at least from our perspective, that we had a, we, we felt like we had a really good chance to, to win something and, um, you know, to, to basically lose and not have it happen on the ice is, uh, it was tough. It was a tough pill to, to swallow, but, um, you know, I think the kids have come back more resilient than ever this year. I was going to ask, how much of a motivation is that for the guys that are returning uh, this year? You know, is that something that's been a rallying cry, or are you leaving last year, last year, and just focusing on the now? Um, I mean, I think there's a certain amount of it that you have to leave in last year. Um, but we've just been trying to emphasize on the kids this year that, you know, every day we get is, is a bonus. You know, it, it didn't look like we were going to have a season for a while, or if we did, it was going to be you know, really short, um, you know, and obviously this year is short, but even more so, you know, where we would have been playing hockey into May or June. Um, so we're just thankful, you know, and trying to drive that home every day that we're, we're thankful we're getting the opportunity and, and we got to take advantage of it. Dan Chikino, uh kindly joining us here on Hockey Time. It's, it's the Coach's Corner. Uh, Dan, this is such a strange year because, you know, in years gone by, we would have had a chance to, to chat with you in person in, in Trenton to, to finally get a chance to see you guys play. You know, you talk about the uncertainty from the media. For you coaches, this has got to be different. You know, you get a chance to come down here and see these teams. Now you're watching footage. How much of a change has that been for you and your coaching staff? Yeah, I mean, we don't have all those games against the Metro Detroit area teams that we play. You know, I kind of wrote those games down a few days ago, and I think it's in the neighborhood of 10 to 12 games um, between Trenton and Cranbrook and UD Jesuit and Brighton. And when you rattle off those names, those are the best teams in the state every year. And that's the measuring stick. It's hard to tell where you fit in. You got to watch some film and if we're fortunate enough to uh, to get out of here and, and get to Plymouth, we're going to have to do a lot of uh, we have to do a lot of film work to uh, to try to catch up, and, and hopefully there's some cooperative coaches out there. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, it's going to be a challenge. You know, I say it each and every year. We've been doing this show for years. I'm going to say it every year. I mean, I, I, I feel sorry for yourselves, for Hancock, for Houghton. It, it just seems like every year there's at least two. This year it seems like there's three teams up there. But uh, let's face it, I think you guys have separated yourself from the pack this year. What is making this Copper Kings so, team so successful right now? You, you guys are still unbeaten, only a single tie. But how is this all working from your vantage point? We lost 10 seniors from last year. And then we also lost, um, you know, Tanner Rowe is gone from uh, from the program. He's he's moved on, and he would have been a senior this year. So we lost 11 kids off out of eight out of 18. So um, you know, there was a lot of question marks, and there was a lot of uncertainty as to what we were going to have. We also didn't know if we were going to have Dean Locus, you know, playing for us or not. So you know, there was a lot of uncertainty with what we were going to have in the locker room this year, and. Um, I hate to use the word surprise because I mean I, I certainly had a lot of confidence and have a lot of confidence, but you just with so much changeover you didn't know. Um, 
what's been working for us has been has been team defense. Um, you know, we we've done a fantastic job from a defensive standpoint. Um, you know, shots and, and, and quality of shots that we've given up has been pretty reduced. And then uh, when we do have the mistakes, we got a pretty good goaltender um, sitting there behind us with Axel Locus. You know, and offensively, our, our first line drives our bus pretty hard. Um, Dean, obviously, with 60 points in 15 games, is it's just to me is ridiculous. Um, I don't care who you're playing and what the competition level is. Um, he's putting up three to five points every night. So it's been the combination of those things, but you know, all the ingredients have gone in and it's been working out pretty well. You know, I had uh, a coach down here, an opposing coach, and I'm not going to mention his name, but he, he said to me when I asked him for his take on Dean Locus, he said, it just seems like every year they've got two or three locuses. So maybe you can answer this question. Are there more locuses? Because every one of the locusts you guys are getting, you mentioned Axel as well. It just seems like these kids can all play. Yeah, no, absolutely. We've had, uh, we had Brent come through and now Dean's a, Dean's a senior and, you know, and, and Axel's now, um, you know, kind of on the, on the beginning of his career. Um, and we also have Danny Locus is another cousin um, that is also a sophomore on our team this year. Um, and we have a few more coming up the uh, coming up the pipeline. Um, I don't think I don't believe there's any at the Bantam level for our travel programs, but we have a few at the Peewee level. So we got them a little spaced out, but um, you know we're we're excited to have those kids. It seems that. Uh, yeah, every one of those kids from from those couple families have been uh, real quality players for us, and uh, we're, we're certainly happy to have them. You know, this has been such a tough year for everybody, whether you're talking sports, whether you're talking, you know, outside of sports. It's just been a tough year for everybody. What has this team meant to your community? Because it, I think you've got a special community, and, and the community and the Copper Kings are, are one and the same. What has it meant to your community, Coach? I think it means a lot. I, I I sure wish more people could could come and watch. It's one of those things, but you know, hockey gets us through the winter in, in our small community, and and I think the the hockey program and and I think in our athletics in general at Calumet High School are a a pretty big sense of pride for our community. Um, and yeah, to have to have another quality season, it means a lot. I like I said, I just feel bad. There's a lot of people that come to every game. Every they don't miss a game. They don't miss a night. Um, they haven't had kids around the program in 20, 30 years, and they keep coming back every single night. And it's unfortunate. Those are the people too that can't get in and and, and come and see the games. And um, you feel bad for them. I, I get stopped you know, at the gas station, at the grocery store. Hey, how do I get in? How can you get me in? And, um, you know, it's tough to tell those people I can't, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big sense of pride and, you know, a very, uh, bright spot for our community. Well, I'll tell you what, Dan, we, we look forward to seeing you. Best of luck to you. There's no guarantees getting here. Single elimination, as you well know, but you guys made a great run last year. Best of luck to you guys in, in the hopes of making another great run this year as well. All right. Thank you, Sean. And AI, just from uh, our perspective up here, we thank everything you for everything you do for high school hockey. You and John do a tremendous job. And you know, I, I think the uh, exposure high school hockey, you guys are you guys are having a lot to do with it. So I definitely thank you for that. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, Mutual Admiration Society, uh, you do a heck of a lot for the sport. 
and we appreciate you and your team as well. Dan Giacchino kindly joining us. Coach's Corner right here on State Champs. All right, so we're going to finish up in Division Three. Honestly, there are a bunch of teams that could say uh, we're going to win the state championship, and I, I don't think I'd argue with you, you know? And so that that's one thing. Whoever navigates Division Three, woo, tip of the cap, baby. Yeah, this, is, this is where it's at, John. I think we've been pretty consistent for the last uh, month, month and a half. Division Three is where it's at this year. The intrigue happens to be in Division Three this year. And what do you think about that regional up north of Calumet, Hancock, and Hope? Well, listen, here, here's the dangerous part. It's one game. It, really, it's one game. Um, could could you have a goaltender stand on top of his head? Houghton's got the type of goalie that can do that. Calumet has shown to be the best up there this year. There's no doubt about that. You know, they, they only have one tie. They, they have, uh, you know, all the other games are wins. Um, they've shown themselves to be the best up there, but... I think Hancock is a team to be reckoned with, and you know Solani up front. And um, again, you know when you when you're talking about when you're talking about Holton, you know you better bring your hard hat. And they've got the type of goalie that can shut you down. But when all is said and done, I like Calumet coming up. And what do you think about in the Mid Michigan area with Flint Powers? Flint Powers is legitimate. You know, I mean, this is a team. I think people forget. You know, they've they've had really good teams to great teams in the past. I think this is a team that uh, has shown that they are up there with just about anybody. They've shown that they can play with just about anybody. Uh, look at their schedule. You know, props to Travis Perry for playing some games that, you know, in a year like this, people would probably say, you don't have to play that game. But he did play that game, and he played a few of those games. Um, I like them coming out there. I I, I do. I, I, I like uh, Powers coming out. Hey, don't forget, this year you can go on our website. We've got all our picks up on there. John Kidd. Mike Ivisel, yours truly, so you can watch in real time at how bad we are at yeah. picking these things. So you can have some fun with that, and, and certainly I'm sure that you will. But, no, John, all jokes aside, I mean, this is the best time of the year, and this is what the kids play for, and, and I, I wish every team out there nothing but the best. Next week's edition of State Champs Hockey Time will be on Tuesday because we're going to recap the regionals and preview the quarterfinals. Looking forward to it. Let's go. In our audio version of our State Champs Hockey Time podcast, you can check out our interview with Detroit Medical Center physician, Dr. John Morasso. He talks about hamstring injuries, so check that out. So that's it for another edition of State Champs Hockey Time. So, Sean, what do we say? We'll see you at the rink. State Champs Hockey Time is presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports for men and women, along with several dozen world-class undergraduate programs. Athletic and academic scholarships are available in all sports. Visit LTUathletics.com and recruit yourself. Also presented by Alta Equipment Company, Michigan's number one construction equipment provider with over 40 brands. Get the right equipment for your project every time. Also brought to you by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. For all things Michigan High School Hockey, go to the hub, mihshockeyhub.com. The Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Detroit Medical Center Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine. Do you have a sports injury or are you just looking to take your game to the next level? 
Go where the pros go. Visit dmc.org slash game changers. The Detroit Athletic Club Foundation, Warrior Hockey, and the new Covert QRE 10 stick. Elite puck feel and quick release for players of all ages. The Warrior Covert QRE 10 stick. There's no feeling like it.